Hello and welcome to Axe Fishing, a podcast where three average guys from the Midwest talk about nothing. I'm your host, Dave. I'm your not host, Blaine. And I'm the least host, Andrew. How's it going, guys? Good. Yeah, pretty good. Yeah, new year, new me. <laughs> new year, new me. That's right. Yeah, he uh, unfurled out of his cocoon and now he's a beautiful Andrew butterfly. Beautiful butterfly. That's right. Time to poop out that uh, hibernation plug and uh, get to it. So what are you, uh, any any New Year's resolutions, you beautiful butterfly? <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't know. This is like... <laughs> I, to poop out the plug. I, to poop out the plug. Yeah, I'll be, I'll be honest. This is like the first time in maybe like two or three years that I haven't had anything like ready to go. So you're, you're just, you're perfect. There's nothing to improve upon. That's what you're saying. No, you've arrived. It's all downhill from here. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't know. Also, maybe more modesty. That's something you could work on. Sure. (laughs) Yeah. We could all work on that. Uh, (laughs) No, I think one new year's resolutions are sort of bullshit. I mean, it's stupid that you have to wait till the beginning of the year to start something new. But also, I mean, I get it. I don't know what it, what uh, you guys have. You, come back to me. You guys. All right. I got Blaine. Do you got something? Blaine, Blaine, go ahead. Well, I don't know. I, I do. I kind of agree with Andrew where it's uh, it's funny how leading up like all of December leading up to January 1st, all of the like talk shows and advertisements are like hey thinking about your new year's resolution here are some tips where it's like if you have to wait to a certain date to start your thing that you want to be better at you're already gonna fail like either just start right away (laughs) on you know december 11th and just go for it or just yeah just give up already so this that actually ties into one of my resolutions is that it's kind of the same idea where like I want to not let perfect get in the way of good. So like, so I'm going to try and work out Sunday, Monday, Wednesday, Thursday. And I have this I've always had this bad habit of if I miss Sunday and then I'll be like, it'll be Monday. I go, well, I already missed yesterday, so. I guess I should just wait till next week and I'll start next week. You know what I mean? Sure. And so I'm going to try and not do that. But yeah, it's kind of the same idea where like I want to start getting better, but I have to wait till January 1st. And then if you it's January 2nd and you haven't done it. Oh, well, I guess I got to send this around the sun one more time and we'll get her next year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've been doing that with um, uh, my fitness pal, like logging food and calories and all that stuff. And it definitely is like if I had a bad day where it's like, oh, I went way over what I should have. The next day I'm like, nah, I'm done. I don't want to do this anymore. I already <laughs> lost. This is this sucks. <laughs> but yeah, you're absolutely right. Where it's just like, no, okay, sure, you you sucked on Tuesday, but you can just keep on going. Yeah, it's still better to even if I haven't worked out all week and it's Thursday, it's still better to go work out. It's still. <laughs> That's still good, even right. though it's not perfect. I do the thing with my fitness pal, but it's the same day. So like if I have a 
uh, really bad breakfast and I'm trying to figure out what to eat for lunch, I kind of go, well, I mean, I'm already having a fat day, so I might as well lean into it. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go to the KFC Taco Bell combo. Yeah, go real hard in the paint. Which <laughs> should be exactly the opposite of that, but that's... right. Yeah, you should course correct. Right. So that's my that's one of my New Year's resolutions. Is to I see. Not let perfect get in the way of good. So is that just more? You know, are you talking? Is it just fitness and and health related, or are there other areas that you? Or I guess, I don't know, to call you a perfectionist seems weird, but... Yeah, I would say maybe not the right wording for me. I would don't, wouldn't view myself as a perfectionist. Well, I, I don't know. I kind of am in, in some things. Like when it comes to work, I will overthink things a lot. And mm. so I'll type out emails like 20 times before I send it or um, overthink things before I talk to people. And so maybe trying to not do that as much. I don't know. I'm right with you there on uh, the email thing, Dave, where like composing an email to someone asking for permitting when it comes to a railroad, it should really be just be like, hey, this is the project. Here is what we're doing. We need permits. What are the permits? But like by the time I actually send it, it's like I spent 20 minutes on that email when it should have been just like two two sentences and all of like two minutes. Yeah, but I just had to get it perfect. And oh, well, why I have too many exclamation points in here? Why do I have exclamation points? Yeah, and when I over, I way overthink how they're going to react, and so I try and like type out, um, basically anything they could be wondering. I try and get all in one. It's like, well, they'll probably just assume most of the stuff. So, <laughs> typically, my final draft is much, much, much shorter than any of the previous ones. It just gets down to what's actually important. So, yeah, yeah, I do like to anticipate like further questions that are going to be because like I fucking hate emails for work. Emails suck. <laughs> yeah, I hate <laughs> emails. I would much rather go and get up and like talk to a person. Yes. Um, or uh, you know, barring you know that, I would I would much rather just like we use Slack and stuff. At work a lot, uh, so I'd rather just like get it, you know, type a quick message. I don't know how that's, you know, for whatever reason, there's this like <laughs> mental block of like oh, me typing this at them in like a basically just like a chat program is 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 less stressful than sitting down and writing an email. <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah, I kind of get that. We have a we use Microsoft Teams. And so if I see someone is on teams, like my boss or someone on my, in my sales team and I need to talk to them, if I see they're on there, I'll just quick do a, a not a, a video call, but just a call on there and talk to them real quick. Or it, I, it freaks people out, especially when you get a hold of someone who's younger, not on my team, but if I'm calling like a branch or something and I know it's going to be, if I send an email, I know it's going to be between five and 10 emails that takes all afternoon. Or I can make one two-minute phone call and we're done. But man, people don't know what to do. They pick up the phone. If it's anyone who's younger, they're like, "Oh, what? Didn't? Well, you could send me an email. Well, no. Let's just just talk. Use your words. <laughs> we can do this. It's gonna be okay." And God damn it, if you call someone on the IT team, stupid IT department. <laughs> I understand talking to someone is more like interaction than an email, but 
It's yeah. going to be okay. No. You damn keyboard jockeys. I mean, yes. I, yeah. It, at my office, there's the entire spectrum of ages and like technical uh, ability. So then it, it, oh, it, it's almost to a point where I need like a spreadsheet of like, oh, this prefers person I should probably call them because if I email them <laughs> or Skype them, they are never going to get back to me. And then <laughs> other people, it's like, oh yeah, I can Skype chat. That's that works fine. But they'll they hate calling on the phone. They told me so. It's like trying to know all of that stuff is a lot of fun. Yeah, I, I almost need to do that for when I'm scheduling meetings with people because I generally try and be as open as possible. So we once we lock down a day, and it'll be like morning of you know whatever the twelfth or evening of the twelfth, and then I usually will email them back and so hey I'm free anytime this day, anytime in the morning, anytime in the afternoon. So I'm trying to be accommodating to their schedules. Mm. And some people like that, but other people, they'll never pick a time. And so <laughs> what I need to do for some people is just shoot them a meeting invite on the calendar with a time. And then if they don't like it, we edit it that way. And it's, it's weird because there's people, they won't respond unless I do that. And then I've done it before where I've sent the email, nothing's come back. And as soon as I send the calendar invite, they accept it. It's like, well, <laughs> yeah. you got an email saying there's a calendar. It's the same thing. And I'm pretty sure I've had a, a situation where it's like, oh, I've, I've said to the person because it's been similar where I know uh, 10, 11, and 3 work for me. What uh, You want to set up a meeting for one of those times? And they just play, yeah, we should. It's like, okay, <laughs> okay how does 3 sound? No, I'm busy. <laughs> oh, like, I hate emails so much. <laughs> and so, yeah, then, yeah, because it is all over email, then that takes an hour and a half throughout the day. I mean, not continuously, but, like, to make that decision. Ugh. Well, well it's well. just ranty. Wait, yeah. wait, we're starting off just go. so very negative. 2020, we're going to be <laughs> real aggressive this year, I guess. <laughs> okay. So Let's lighten it up. Oh, I did actually have a resolution. Uh, I want to learn a coding language. That's what it was. Oh, there you go. Um, yeah. There's part of me that wants to like make a video game. Okay. But yeah, that's that's the exact You're really response. putting the cart in front of the horse that's, there. Yeah, it's like, hey, I wanna I wanna get into cars. I'm gonna build a car. Like, <laughs> I don't know. So I don't know. And I already looked at Unity and did Unity 3D, but I'm thinking more of a 2D game. Just sure. Uh, but yeah, that's something I'll never well, do. That's cool. Anyway. Yeah. I don't want to be discouraging, but like making video <laughs> games is some of the hardest uh, programming <laughs> there is. Um, not that not that it's, you know, impossible for someone who doesn't know. I don't want to be discouraging, but <laughs> good luck. <laughs> You're an idiot. What, what makes it so hard? Is it like just the you have to what? like. It depends. It depends on what kind of game you're gonna make, right? Like as soon as you're, um, as soon as you're like going into 3D, that kind of thing, you really gotta know math, kind sure. of, right? Um, that's why I'm gonna back off on the Ds. I'm gonna only go with two of them. Yeah, and and that's where, and also, yeah, things like Unity. There are tons of libraries out there and game engines, um, that have been made that like wrap a lot of like the hard 
not all of the hard stuff, but like there, there are lots of tools that help you figure out a lot of that hard stuff. Hmm. Um, and it's sort of kind of like finding the right game engine. Um, not that Unity is a bad one. In fact, tons of games are made with Unity. A lot yeah. of 2D games are made with Unity. Um, but like, yeah, it's sort of just like you gotta you gotta find what's right for you. Um, some things like some of those libraries or game engines um, will abstract a ton of stuff away, where you almost feel like you're dragging and dropping things down, and it's like, hey, look, I made a, a game, but you don't. I, I don't know. For me, if I start doing that kind of thing. Like if I'm just literally dragging and dropping things in and like there's a lot of black magic behind the scenes, I feel really uncomfortable with the final project because like I don't know how it works. Mm, so, sure. I, so like if I don't know how it works and it's like, did I really even do anything or am I just whatever? But then so then I what I tend to do is I go to the other side. Then I start like like the opposite end of the spectrum. And I start doing like the really hard ass, like, why am I like, you have to do everything by hand. It's like, well, okay, I guess all that does is give me an appreciation for how hard, hard things are. <laughs> I never get anything done. So I'm sure there's a middle ground somewhere. Hmm. Anyway, that's the other thing about making a game is like, there's so much that goes into a game. Yeah. Like beyond programming, you have to like, draw things you have to animate stuff yeah that was the other thing i was kind of looking at art kits that are pre-made that you can buy or i don't mm -hmm. know some are free i was looking a little yeah bit. but yeah otherwise if you want to have like your own style you pretty much have to be an artist or have an artist mm -hmm. working well, if you look you. at if you look at like stardew valley that's a game that was made by basically one dude yeah i mean he i mean he, he really did yeah, he really did make it all himself. Yeah, he did the music. He did the, the entire game. I th I'm pretty sure he only got help to publish the game. Hmm. So they gave him some money. Um, and then I'm sure they he used some people to QA the game and translate it. But sure. Anyway, like I said, it can be done. I'm doing it sometime never. There you go. <laughs> Sometime in 2020. Get on yeah. right now. Get off. Because so Blaine's going to leave. All right. And he's not going to come back until the game is completed. <laughs> <laughs> Which, mm -hmm. with how our podcasts go, be about almost two podcasts. <laughs> yeah, so, so Blaine will be back next episode. <laughs> uh, yeah, you're going to be back five years from now with your completed <laughs> game. <laughs> million dollars richer. There you go. <laughs> cool. Andrew, have you decided on your res resolution? I, so more more along the lines of like what Blaine was saying, you know, trying to develop a new skill. I'd like to try to either figure out how to edit these podcasts more efficiently or better, or just bring a, a new level of production quality to them. And part of that is I think I want to learn how to play uh, music like go back to figuring out how to play the piano um maybe the guitar but um i'd like to try my hand at some music production there you go yeah i bought a keyboard um like a year ago so it's not like a thing that i pre well i planned on doing this last year so that's what the past resolutions okay 
were not just how to wipe my butt. Um, <laughs> but uh, although that's an important one, and I feel like I've really grown as a person. I, I thought that was a perfect resolution because, it, like you said, it's accomplishable. It mm-hmm. greatly improved your life. Greatly? I don't know. Sure. Yes. Yes. Greatly. <laughs> I'm saying absolutely. I've actually kind of, I was thinking about wanting to learn how to play piano. Piano? Yep. Yeah. I've never, I never learned how to play piano. And I think that would be fun to do. My thing is, I don't know when I would ever play because when I have time to practice, Steph is trying to sleep. Mm. So. Well, you can plug in headphones. Yeah. So I got invented the headphones. I suppose that is the thing. I'm, I'm thinking of. Uh, a real piano, not a keyboard, but I suppose that would work. Mm-hmm. We did it. We solved it. All right, let's Solve see. The piano puzzle. Let's, let's get on Amazon and order something up. <laughs> Andrew, have you looked into like music theory, like classes, or oh, see, no, not you're really... not thinking of getting that deep. Not classes. See, that's no, that's where like going back to the whole programming thing is like. When I when I bought this keyboard last year, I was like, cool, I'm going to learn how to play a song that I like. And then as I was trying to learn it, I was like, yeah, I don't really even know. Like, maybe my problem is, is that I don't understand music theory. <laughs> so then I started going into, like, the music theory part. And I was like, well, you know, I don't really need to know how to, like how or why the music sounds good until later when I want to make my own music. Um, But then by that point, like three months had gone by and I really only, I think the real problem was, is that I only practiced like once a week, maybe for like an hour. So um, I think just starting, starting a new habit is the hardest thing for me. Yeah. Yeah. You just got it. Once you get over the thing and it becomes a habit, then you're good. But yeah, getting over that hump is definitely definitely difficult. So I ran into a similar thing. I think that our from our last episode, the ignorance is bliss. How you so you said you were trying to learn how to play piano, but then you kind of sidetracked yourself because you wanted more, right? I don't want to just play it. I want to understand how to create it. And I feel like ignorance is bliss is the perfect thing like yeah sure it would be great to understand musical theory but if you would have just focused on playing the piano Mm -hmm. maybe you would know how to play the piano now yeah yeah so that happened to me when i tried to learn the guitar i took guitar lessons in alex and the guy was like well do you want to learn how to um just you know read tabs or do you want to actually learn notes and be able to read a scale with a guitar and i told him at the time because I was playing the violin at the time, so I knew a little bit about reading music. And I was like, well, yeah, I'll just learn how to read it. Well, that sidetracked me so much. And looking back, I'm like, no, I didn't care about that. Like, I just wanted to play ACDC on <laughs> my guitar, and the tablature had been just fine. Right. Like, I, and I don't know. I mean, I also didn't practice much either. So I'm not saying that's the reason I don't know how to play guitar. But it definitely didn't help. I tried to dive too deep, too quick. Yeah. That probably describes exactly what I'm going to do. Well. When it comes to this, so I'm going to make a game and then just be like, I'm going to do this and then, yeah, not actually understand anything about it. And it'll be perfect. Don't worry. 
I have full faith. Uh, the other problem is, is I guess, yeah, getting started where I know I have an hour or so of maybe free time that uh, if I don't want to spend it with Joanna, I can do something on my own. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like to those precious couple hours that I have, then it's like, do I want to do something that is potentially just more work? Or I can just veg on the couch and watch some TV or Netflix or that's, yeah. that's, that's going to be the hard part. I think Yeah, it's hard again that to be a, to be a habit. Mm-hmm. That's one thing I'm trying to do since I have so much free time during the week is I want to try and find some kind of like, like a softball league or a weekly poker game. When I was in North Carolina, the, group of guys that played poker every Tuesday and I I didn't go every week but I went like once a month and like I want to find something like that here in Tucson to one get out of the house more and then fill up some time um you know during the week actually schedule something make friends <laughs> make friends yeah I need to try try and figure out how to make friends in this adult how is that so hard we grow up it must just be access, right? Because in school, you're forced to make friends, basically, because you're thrown in with all these people. And then in college, I mean, I paid for my friends because I was in the fraternity, and I paid top dollar. So that's how I made Premium friends. friends. <laughs> but then as soon as I left college, it's like, how do you make, how do you actually make friends? I feel like that people run into that a lot, too. I think it's just access. I think you just have to get out i mean obviously you're not going to meet anyone just sitting in your you know office recording a podcast with your chuckle fucks up in minnesota so <laughs> you don't know that yeah that's that's true any listeners living in tucson please reach out i need a <laughs> i need a friend so i can stop doing this podcast <laughs> yeah a lot of um I don't know. I I find myself now, you know, I only find friends through work. And a lot of them are, I've been lucky enough that like I work with people who are around the same age and maybe this isn't true or maybe it's not unique to what I do, but it seems like all of the people who I, you know, who I've worked with are generally interested in a lot of the same things. Um, I don't know if that's like a, a weird like programmer nerd thing or, you know, because like, I don't know, a lot of a lot of the people that I've worked with are like, they too also like weird gadgets and uh, goofy music and, uh, you know, playing video games. But like, I don't know. May- that makes sense, though. You would I mean, you'd assume you'd assume similar careers would attract somewhat similar people yeah i guess but like i don't know blaine do you work with people in your office that you're like oh yeah i can you're gonna go and talk to them about like would you have a similar conversation that you have with us that you would with with people you work with Uh, there are exactly zero people in the office that i pretty much uh, talk to about that stuff i uh you don't talk to Tim about it? What the hell? <laughs> I, I was talking about how an email disappeared or something. I was like, yeah, it disappeared into the ether. And like a guy who probably has a kid, um, he's like, oh, is that a, is that a Minecraft thing? 
And I go, well, that's the nether, but that, uh, I don't, okay. Like, close enough. Close enough. <laughs> but yeah, it was, it was, de- it's, it's definitely, um, I guess my industry and location of Alexandria, Minnesota is so much more rural that, um, if you don't, I don't know, I don't know what people do, I guess. Ice fish? If you don't ice fish? <laughs> um, well, but like, don't you... There are other people... I mean, is it just like an age difference thing? Uh, not really, no. I mean, there are a couple people my age, um, but, I mean, none of them have said or expressed any interest in video games or weird, I don't know, just technology in general. They would never find this podcast. Yeah, hopefully. Or if they did, they would never know how to listen to. Yeah, and at the same time, <laughs> too, it's it's. I'm not putting them down. They all have their own hobbies and that kind of stuff. There's nothing wrong with that. But I think the biggest way I connect with a lot of people in the office is like through sports and like fantasy football. And I've kind of taken over that role when fantasy football comes around. I help kind of get that going, and then March Madness, I take care of that and. Other little kind of betting things, I, I kind of You're run. Sports guy. I, I guess I am the sports guy. You're such a jock. Yeah, <laughs> that's me. That's why they don't want to talk to you about video games. Yeah, they all talk to each other about video. Games. So, <laughs> should we invite Blaine to come play uh, at our Halo party? Nah, nah. He just wants to watch the hockey game. <laughs> He's probably out just drinking in his ice house. Watching the game. <laughs> He'd never want to placing sports bets. He'd never want to join our D and D group. <laughs> it's a real shame we had to stop playing because we couldn't find one more person to play with us. <laughs> Classic Tim. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a DM and everything. <laughs> uh. Mine was always distance. And that's my problem now with work is like my team is in Los Angeles, Los Angeles and San Diego. Hmm. So the people I somewhat hang out with or not hang out with kind of with, you know, they're not anywhere close. So I can't go (laughs) grab a beer with them on a Friday. That's a bit of a commute. I mean, there is a local team here, but fuck them. Well, they're not really part of my team. So even if I go to the office, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't want to get to know them. Fuck them. I don't want to know those people. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, this, they're just not on my team. So even if you go there, it's like, I don't know. It's just a louder place to try and work. And there's still no camaraderie. So I, I don't go there anymore. But yeah, work was always like in, in my not, Steph got along really well with all of her coworkers. And so that's how I made. Uh, friends out there because we would hang out with her coworkers, and I met a couple guys through that. And yeah, I think all my friends I've ever made is work. You're a very social person, though, Dave. I know. That doesn't it kill you to not <laughs> have, have friends? friends? <laughs> yes. Yeah. I feel like I'm naturally pretty good at making friends. I I don't know. I guess. Well, I I also don't go anywhere. Like I said, when stuff goes to bed at six, I don't venture out. So that's part of the reason why I need to. You got to get that weekly poker game. Yep. I need a poker game or a softball night or I don't know, something. Maybe I should talk to people at the gym. I feel like that's not a good time to talk to people. 
I don't know. I don't want to talk to anyone. I put in my headphones. I want everyone to fuck off and I want to lift and go back home and be antisocial. God. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Yeah, I just hate people. <laughs> All right. No, so Blaine is the exact opposite. Blaine is, seems is pretty content to do his own thing. I am. Whereas Dave's the opposite. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I need Dave Dave craves others. Needs tension. That's why I loved the the fraternity house so much cuz when I moved in there, I mean and I th- I'm sure it's partially cuz I was and not partially. It's probably mostly because I'm an only child. But when I got to college and it's like there's friends all the time. Why wouldn't I want to be hanging out with them all the time? So I'd get home from, I mean, Geffra lived across the dorm. And so I would get home from class and sometimes I wouldn't even go into my room. I'd just go straight into his and then hang out until I went to bed. And then the fraternity house, it was, there's so many people living in one place where, you know, even if Stanky was busy, he'd walk across the hall and see what someone else is up to. So, and I always did that. That was actually an issue that me and Steph ran into when we uh, moved in together. Because in my mind, it was if we're at home and we're together, we should be doing something. We should be hanging out. And she's like, holy crap, I just need some alone time. And it's, I just was like, every time we're at home, hey, what are we doing? What should we do? Let's hang out. And she's like, oh, my God, <laughs> we, had to, we had to figure out how to not how to make it both work for both of us. Yeah, no, that's very uh, similar with Joanne and I. She's also a very social person. And yeah, trying to navigate that is is always interesting. I usually just get up and go to a different room. Mm. That's all I do. That'll show her. Yeah. See, Steph would do that. She would get up and like leave and go into like the bedroom. And then I would follow. <laughs> <laughs> and then I would just start talking to her. It should get up and leave again. I would follow her. And I think that's when we realized, because I think she's like, what are you doing? <laughs> uh, we do a pretty good job here. We've got to figure it out. There's still, I mean, we do spend a fair amount of time just like in the same room, but not really. I mean, I wouldn't really consider it hanging out because we, you know, Megan will be on her phone. I'll be watching some something on TV or whatever. So like... There's no conversation happening, but yeah, we're, I don't know. It's like the lowest effort hanging out. <laughs> uh, even then, it's kind of like, well, uh, you know what? I am I need to not watch this television show that you're watching type thing. So I'll get up and go to a different room and just I'm still I'm within shouting distance <laughs> if you need me. See, I would argue, though, that being able to do that with your significant other is actually a a level of relationships where it's you're okay being in the same room but not really engaging you know i feel like that's actually an improvement because i think there's some like when couples start dating i feel like they do kind of what i did where if they're together they need to be hanging out or doing something directly Hmm. whereas i feel like once you get into more serious relationship you're okay with just being together and not really doing anything you know what i'm trying to say yeah oh yeah you also run out of things you just run out of things to do and talk about too yeah (laughs) maybe it's just the love fading like we found out 
Blaine <laughs> after his 12 years. They don't say I love you anymore. <laughs> Just fuck off and go to your podcast. The romance has died. <laughs> word for word what she said tonight. So it's. Yeah. <laughs> nah, I don't know. Is it weird? I mean, for things like this, I still, I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't, but I always I always feel obligated to be like, is it okay if I go hang out in the basement for two hours? And it's usually a yes, but like I always feel like I need to ask for permission to do things like this. But I mean yeah, yeah I, I think I do the same thing. It's it isn't so much permission. I don't know, maybe for you at this point in your life with the kid. Where if she was like, I need to just be away from the kid. No, you need to get her if she wakes up kind of a thing. I mean, I could I could see that. Um, but yeah, when I told Joanna, I was like, hey, I'm going to go podcast. She's like, okay. So it's like, I still feel obligated to be like, hey, this is what I'm going to go do. Mm-hmm. But it's it's less of asking. You're not asking, you're just telling me. Yeah. Yeah. But if I get at the same time, too, if she said, well, no, I wanted to do this. Oh, okay. Yeah. Then I'll tell the guys probably not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you guys suck. It's weird to me when, and I think it's partially because of me and Steph's schedules, and so I only do see her for an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. But like on the weekends, when we I was like, that's our time to hang out. It feels really weird to do anything by myself. Where I, yeah, I kind of like almost ask permission. Where like if I want to go golfing, I'll be like, hey. Is it cool if I go golfing? Like we, we, I know we don't have any plans or anything going on, but it's. I'm sure it's because you know I'm cutting into the few hours we actually have to hang out with each other. But at the same time, I can't go golfing at 6 p.m. It's dark out. That's the rub. <laughs> Should we go to our sponsors? <laughs> yeah, kick it off to the sponsors, Dave. Who's sponsoring us this week? Well, I'm glad you asked. This week, we're actually sponsored by the entire state of. Utah. Utah is a fantastic place to visit, and they paid us a lot of money to tell you to go to Utah and support axe fishing. So Utah, go get them. Do we have any other sponsors that reached out to you guys? Nope. Nope. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Orange Gatorade. It will rehydrate, replenish, and refuel you. Nice. That's a big get. Mm -hmm, Yeah, just because it's orange does not mean that it contains fruit juice. It, in fact, contains no fruit juice. So when you want to get struck by lightning, grab yourself a Gatorade Thirst Quencher, orange-flavored. I just just got an email from from Lamp City. Oh, Um, tell me. Come on down to Lamp City, located near you. Uh, So it's everywhere. Mm. Um, yeah, we sell lamps. That's that's nice. all it says. We sell. Well, hey, straight to the point. Go get a lamp at Lamp City. The last one I have, I got. Um, it's from All Deciduous Trees, sponsor mm. the podcast. So go out in nature, you fucks. <laughs> uh, from real all deciduous trees. Yeah. Well, yeah. You know, you'd think that they're a little more laid back, but. That's a common misconception about the decidu- deciduous trees. More of a coniferous thing. All right. Thanks, sponsors. We couldn't do this without you. <laughs> to be clear, we don't have any sponsors, so no one sue us. <laughs> the trees, you can't sue us. Yeah. 
Don't worry if if Gatorade found this <laughs> something something worse than them suing us has happened. <laughs> mm, all right, so so twenty twenty. I was just gonna say, is there anything you're looking forward to in the new year? Are you looking forward to anything in twenty twenty? Well, I've got uh, I got I'm I'm dipping my toes in the job search um, market so far. Um, yeah, that's true. New yeah. career path for you. New... you work for Microsoft. I could, maybe. There's it's an opp- there's an opportunity for me too, if I wanted to. Depends on, um, depends on a lot of things, <laughs> mostly salary, and if I want to <laughs> drive to Minneapolis every morning. Um, Are but... you only looking for jobs in the Minneapolis area? Yeah. Did a move? No. Never. Say Tucson. Oh, Tucson sucks. There's absolutely no reason for me to move down to Tucson. There's one reason. No, not even. Do you think you're going to live in the cities forever then, Andrew? Uh, maybe. Hmm. Maybe. We'll see. It's not a bad spot. No, it's not a bad not. spot. I like it down here. Blaine, would you move for a for If WSN's like, hey, we, we're opening a new office in fill in the city would you be open to that or are you pretty is alex it if it was the cities they'd have to double my salary then maybe but double your salary yeah why because the cities are just bad i hate i'm an engineer that hates traffic (laughs) Uh, it's it's not that bad yeah um but i don't know it would it would have to be kind of extreme if I were to move from Alec, um, just because there's so much family that's close here. Yeah, it would be hard to uproot from that. But what if know. they moved you to Detroit Lakes? Maybe could, could probably make something like that work. You know that makes sense. I mean, especially with you know having having kids, it's a lot harder to move around, and you guys are already by family. Mm-hmm. So. That's why we wanted to get close to family with this last move because we kind of did the let's just move anywhere thing because there's nothing tying us down. Right. And now we're like, we just want to get kind of by family and get some, start growing some roots. So you guys would never move out of Minnesota at this point. Uh, probably not. Yeah, no. that's fair. And there's no reason to go to Arizona. <laughs> well, uh, what's the temperature right now in uh the Twin Cities. 18 degrees with some flurries. Yeah, no, it's 51 right now. And it's cold. Brr. That yeah. Awful, babe. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's terrible. I don't know why I moved to this cold-ass state. Mm-hmm. It's that desert climate. I'll get you. I'm looking forward to... I got a cousin who's getting married in Key West, so I'm excited oh. to check that out. Um, Dave, have you ever left the country? Uh, I think I went to Canada one time. Canada doesn't count. <laughs> it doesn't count. And I think it was when I was like six months old, so I don't remember. <laughs> that doesn't count. Dave, you should. So you no. should. Uh, you should plan a trip overseas. Yeah, me and Steph have talked about. It. The problem is, all of our fucking friends keep getting married, and so you don't <laughs> have to go to every yeah, wedding. You don't Dave. have to. <laughs> no, I do though. Cause you I really don't. Bad. My no. Minnesota guilt. And my Minnesota guilt, Dave. I no, I guess I, I, we I grew up go. in different parts of Minnesota because I got to <laughs> feel that guilt. Different side of Alexandria. Yeah. yeah, 
Yeah, you guys. You don't have to go. I have to go. Okay, so like my my cousin's wedding. I that's, feel like that's I need to go to that. Seems and then a little different, I guess. The other one later this year, Steph's going to be a bridesmaid. Okay, sure. And then next year, I have another cousin, uh, cousin Amy. You guys met Amy. She's engaged. Yeah. Um, so I have to go to that. And then Stanky's probably getting. I'd assume next year. Fuck so. Sake. You know what I'm looking forward to in 2020? <laughs> it's too much. No way. <laughs> That's why I can't get out of the country. Oh, I'm so glad I don't have to go to weddings anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Just go. Don't. Don't. <laughs> you can find. Well, right. Go. And okay, so you've got three, four weddings. That's three or four weekends out of the year. Like, you've got 48 more weekends that you can plan a trip. Well, it's the money thing because all the trips, it's always far away. Like, Key West is not going to. Yeah. to get to and so you know every every t- every time we have a wedding because we've moved far away we're flying every single time mm. so it's not like oh someone's getting married in the cities i just got to drive across town i gotta fly back to minneapolis so plan for 2021 we're trying to come up um to minnesota for like the fourth of july and so <clears throat> it's just money Money and days off work that really eat into it. Mm-hmm. What I need to do is I need to get a customer overseas and then make a work trip out of it. So I did just get invited to uh, go to Mexico for work. Mm. Nice. But I don't have a passport, so <laughs> I got to send a proxy. Oh, Jesus Christ. Dave, get a passport. It's not that hard. It's pretty easy. It is really easy. I'm surprised that there isn't a form of ID that you can get in Arizona that would let you go into Mexico. What's that? Is there not a form of ID that you can get that would let you go to Mexico? At least, uh, probably not. I think it's, I think it's called a passport. No, like, so what I'm thinking is, is that there's a, there's a type of driver's license that you can get that'll let you get up to Canada and back without, um, needing a passport. But you can't fly; it only you have to drive. So that really doesn't work so well when you're going to Mexico. Yeah, I don't think so. I'm pretty sure you need a passport. Either way, I, I have to get one. I would love to go overseas. Me and Steph have talked for a while about going to <clears throat> Europe or somewhere over over there. So <laughs> Europe or somewhere over there. Somewhere over there. Where at? Uh, I'd like to go to Ireland. Oh, uh, Holland would be really cool. Norway, Holland. Sweden. Well, Schoen, there's a town of Schoenhoven in Holland. Oh, so that'd be, that'd be really was, cool. I was gonna say, I, I've never really heard anybody wanting to go to Holland. <laughs> <laughs> well, Amsterdam's in Holland. People talk about going to Amsterdam. That's true, but never just Holland, though. Right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's true. Is... I'm not. I don't, I'm not actually interested in going to Amsterdam. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I would. Yeah, sure, I'd love to go to Amsterdam. Yeah, Holland. <laughs> I don't think anyone calls it Holland anymore. No. Well, they got like four names. Holland is a region and former province of the western coast of the Netherlands. Yeah, it's Netherlands, Holland. No. Nope. Dutch. It's all the same thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we just lost our sponsorship from the Netherlands. Mm, dang they it. Just, they just emailed. It said, lots of people like to travel to Holland. We're pulling your funding. 
so we're shutting it down. Thanks, everybody. This has been Axe Fishing. I don't know. Um, Iceland. <clears throat> I want to try and go to Iceland. Right. See Steve. Oh, yeah. Good old Steve. Good old Steve. You should hit up uh, Vienna before it sinks into the ocean. That place is pretty yeah. cool. I, I mean, I'd be open anywhere. Like, I've never been, like I said, out of the country. So literally any of those places sound great. Andrew, where's the best place you've been? Um, I enjoy England. Scotland is fun. England is a blast. Um, I hated Paris so much. I hated Paris. I've heard that from a lot of people that Paris is always the biggest letdown. Why though? Is it they hate Americans? No, I think because it's dirty. They they think it's going to be all romantic, nice, and it's dirty. Oh yeah, oh, Paris, that's Paris right. smells like piss real bad. <laughs> <laughs> At least when I was there, I don't know. It's broad sweeping generalizations of. That's what I hear, though. That's what I, I hear. I'm sure France is... I mean, don't judge a whole country by one trip to one city, but... Like, no, I am. I'm never I, going there, no. I didn't like it because we... I didn't like it because we only spent, like, 36 hours there, and we spent the majority of that walking. Mm-hmm. It was like, God damn it, we didn't really get to see... I mean, sorry, we we saw everything, but we didn't, like, sit down and, like enjoy it oh we hit like all of the touristy stuff oh which is like it's not really it was more of a trip than a vacation yes stuck doing stuff instead of being Mm -hmm. there yeah it was just like uh we took the we took the uh channel from uh london to paris um which is fun and then (laughs) it's so freaking jarring though I don't know why I'd, I expect I didn't expect it to be as jarring as it was, but it's like it's it's really like culture shock because you go from everything's in English to then now everything's in French, and it's like oh my god, I don't you're in a busy you're in a busy train station slash bus terminal slash everything in the middle of Paris, and it's just like ah uh, I can't read anything I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, other than Europe, I've noticed we've all the only places we mentioned have been uh, Europe. Anywhere else in the world you guys want to travel? I'd like to go to Australia sometime. Yeah, either Australia which, or which Japan. Is the, uh, the other <laughs> Europe of the world. Mm-hmm. You heard it here first Australia, second <laughs> Europe. Then there's South Africa, which is third Europe. Third Europe. <laughs> yeah. I'd like to go to Japan. Yeah, J- Japan or China would be would be fun. I think that would be a lot more of the culture shock, just because it is so different. Yeah, I have no desire to go to China. Yeah. Absolutely none. Yeah, <laughs> mine's very minimal. Uh, I guess maybe I'd go. Like I know Megan's dad does a lot of work with um, China, so he goes over there once or twice a year. So if I were gonna go, I would. I would go with him because he at least knows he's been there before and yeah, he knows what to do and is somewhat familiar with it. I I wouldn't go just on a lark be like this summer we're going to China. It's yeah. It's funny that like, yeah, you say that it's, it's be the biggest culture shock. And we, when we went to Greece, it was kind of similar because, um, 
their alphabet is so different. It's not. It doesn't like you. You can look at a word in like maybe not German. German's a bad example. You can. I mean, you can look at a word in French or Italian or Spanish, and you can kind of. It makes a, a you know to to borrow a phrase from. I was watching a documentary series about Japan with James May that just came out on Amazon um, where he said that like when you when you look at a word in those languages it makes a sound in your head and you can then like tra- kind of translate that sound into a word but when sure. you look at a word in Greek or like Japanese or something like that it's like <laughs> th- th- no sound happens in your head so you have no idea what it could be <laughs> it's true. Yeah. you're completely on your own yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would I want to go somewhere where the American dollar value is so huge but then also it's not like a total I don't know third world country so you just want to be rich yeah I just want to pretend that I'm rich like is that, <laughs> is that too much to ask like, you want to you want to do what they do in Europe where they just like buy the hotel yeah right they've got like five dollars and 23 cents and they go oh I love the exchange rate you should go to like Thailand or something. Yeah. Is that is that kind of fit the? Yeah. Kind of. I mean, are you yes. up on your the exchange rate between the U.S. dollar and whatever they use in <laughs> Thailand? What's the What's the Thailand currency, Andrew? Ruby. Um. Ruby. In Blaine, I didn't ask you. In Vietnam, it's the dong. <laughs> Going to Vietnam. Vietnam wouldn't be a bad place either. Drop some dons yeah. on them. Vietnam looks gorgeous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Here, Canada's nice. <laughs> <You're right>. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll get down to Mexico sometime. I'm only 60 miles from Mexico. <laughs> um, Give me that currency. Yeah, look it up faster. I think a gal from our office went to Thailand. She has some pretty cool pictures. Bot. So, bot. Yeah, I know a guy who's been there twice. Hmm. He just got back. It was like a yeah guy from college who I don't really. We're just Facebook friends now. Hmm. But yeah, whenever we post pictures of Thailand, it looks really cool. Let's see. You got your one Thai bot is about three cents. So how much is a cheeseburger in Thailand then? I don't. I don't know if you can get. McDonald's um, is everywhere. Come on. Yeah, I mean, hold I can on. Google it too. No, that was that's there's some it's the Big Mac index. Yeah, that's what it is. So Big Mac in Bangkok is 150 baht. Okay. Like 450 American. Oh. Yeah, it's about five bucks. So that's about right. Sorry. Dang it. But don't eat at burger. Don't eat at McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> You're in Thailand. That is, is an interesting <laughs> thing that you could look up. Because yeah, <laughs> I want to travel, but I want I need a security blanket. I need my McDonald's. With <laughs> I me. need my Big Mac with me. Yeah. How do they? How will they know I'm American? I'll fit right in. Otherwise, <laughs> that was the last time we went to England. Um, when I went for work. Uh, the first thing I saw when I got out of, because um, we took, we landed at the airport and then we took the train to, you know, the middle of London. The first thing I saw when I got out of uh, 
the train station was a fucking McDonald's. <laughs> cool, I've made it. <laughs> right, right across from the right across the street was a Five Guys Burgers. I didn't know that Five Guys was here, but yeah. Joanne and I ate at a McDonald's in Munich while we were there. I mean, that was kind of like a breakfast. We were going to walk around. It's like, oh, this looks like it's quick and we can get a cheeseburger or breakfast, whatever yeah. sausage. Sometimes yeah. when you're traveling, you just you got to have one of those meals quick mm-hmm. and like, you know. Yeah, it's quick and familiar and we knew what it was. And yep, exactly. Wanted to keep keep on rolling. I felt bad the last time my parents came down to visit because um, I always try and take them to, you know, local places. But we went to, uh, I met him in Phoenix with their Did friend. Did you take him to a Chipotle? God, no. <laughs> I didn't want him to get E. coli. Oh, I do want to correct myself. In the previous episode, <clears throat> when I discussed why Chipotle sucks balls, I kept saying salmonella. But it was it's actually E. coli that every single Chipotle is riddled with. I see. It's probably sure. both. But no, I went to a, when my folks came down, we went to a Red Robin and then I think we went to, um, I think we got McDonald's. We might have went to Olive Garden. But to be fair, though, you can't you can't get any of that in Alexandria, other That's than true. McDonald's. That fine chain restaurant dining. Um, <laughs> did, did you did you not get the campfire sauce? At yeah, Red I Robin? the nug sauce. Oh, that was that was before. That was this was a while ago. Oh, oh. Right, we got to get off this topic. We're not we're not talking about food. This this weekend we exclusively ate local Tucson. This episode is sponsored by Red Robin. Yeah, yum. And the yum. And the famous campfire nug sauce. It'll ignite your intestines. So Dave's looking forward to what did you say? Key West. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Traveling and going to weddings. I'm looking forward to not going to weddings. I'm also <laughs> looking forward to um Oh man, I'm looking forward to going to exactly one wedding. Uh, my uh, sister-in-law is marrying Josh, uh, and he has a crazy last name. I, I could try Perfect. and pronounce it, um, but anyway, he, he's from Nigeria, legit. Oh yeah, that's right. Almost Nigerian prince, but he's not a prince, but he's Nigerian. I don't know. Mm. I bet he's sick of that joke. I've never asked him about it. <laughs> anyway, is he your um, prince? Yeah. He He's he's kind of cute. Um, right. No, yeah. So they uh, they're having kind of a you know normal traditional wedding on Saturday, but then on Friday they are having a legit. Have we told? I've told you guys about this. I don't. Either way, they're having a legit like uh, Nigerian pre-wedding celebration kind of a thing. That's awesome. So and I'm like fitted for uh, the garb because I'm part of the family, kind of a thing. And I get to wear a hat, and it's going to be, like, purple and gold, apparently. Nice. Which is just phenomenal. And I I am, I've never actually been excited for a wedding, even mine. No, I was excited for my wedding. <laughs> Especially mine. And, yeah. <laughs> if you listen to this, Joanna, I'm really, I was really excited. <laughs> the love is just gone <laughs> at this point from Blaine. Sorry, Joanna. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Boogie boogie boogie. No, pocket veto. <laughs> Damn it. Every That'll time. be awesome. That'll be yeah, a ton no. of fun. I, yeah, I'm I'm really excited for that. That's going to be that's going to be really cool. 
I was really upset that I couldn't go to Meiji's wedding a couple years ago because I've always heard that Jewish weddings are so much fun, and I've never been to one. And that would have been a good time. Yeah, you could have lifted them up on the chair. Yeah, yeah. I've never been to like another like a another culture wedding like that. So that'll be that'll be really cool. Fuck, am I excited for? You said new career opportunities. Yeah, that's boring. (laughs) I wasn't going to say that. Uh, We'll see. Guess what time of year my cousin is sending us all to Key West, Florida? November. No, fucking May. It's going to be so... I'm excited to see Key West, but it's going to be so hot and humid. Uh, You'll be fine. Not Might as well just not go. Plan to go yeah. to Europe. Yeah, now, now I'm not looking forward to anything in 20. <laughs> um, are, are there any pieces of enter- any any sort of entertainment thing that you're looking forward to? That's a really dumb way to say it, but I, oh. I was gonna say video games, but I wanna I wanna expand it out to like new releases. Yeah, I really want to go to the Motley Crue, Def Leppard, Poison, and Joan Jett tour i i do too but that sounds awesome i don't want to go to arizona to go see it <laughs> we don't have to do it in arizona but that, that is you said entertainment that that is one thing that i would very much look forward to going to yeah that would be great gosh i don't know what i would be excited for oh, i'm looking forward to these next gen consoles yeah that's true i mean that's like still 11 months away, but... Ah, November. I... Okay. I'm sure. Um, yeah, that's true. I've already earmarked money. Just waiting. I'm going to throw it at him. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, what the fuck else? I'm debating whether or not I should... I should buy Animal Crossing. Is the Switch worth it to you? Uh, me, yes. Okay. I probably do... Most of my game playing on the Switch, um, the only time I really play Xbox is when I play with you guys. Uh, unless there's something that I really want to play that I can't get on the Switch. So yeah, I have the problem of I, I look at those games and I go, boy, that those look fun to play, actually. But then I just don't like the Switch I myself. And I've I've played yours on the flight. And I can see it being kind of a cool... I suppose you probably play it more off its dock than yeah. on the TV, right? Um, Yeah, it's probably 75% of the time off the dock, 25% docked. How much water do you guys drink? During the weekday or weekdays, I drink quite a bit because I have like a 30-ounce Nalgene bottle. That I sip from, I fill it up a couple times a day. Yeah, I have one of those. I have a big thirty-two ounce one too. I I usually seems like I drink it. I go through it about two or th- three times if I'm really getting after it. Sure, hardly any. I drink that water. Yeah, I know. Maybe maybe that'll be my my New Year's resolution. Drink more water. I'll drink more water. That seems attainable. <laughs> if I can't learn the piano. I'll drink water. 
That'd be your, <laughs> that's your safety. That's like your safety school, your safety resolution. Yep. Drink more water. There you go. I do feel like it just makes life better being more hydrated. Yeah. Yeah, that's why I drink an ice cold Gatorade orange. <laughs> hey, Dave. Yes. Which D and D class would you be? <laughs> uh, uh, tank. Okay, so uh, are you talking like a fighter? Yes. I don't know the D and D classes. Paladin? I would be. No, I don't know. And I, I, I probably your ideal character. <laughs> Yeah, what's what's better, a barbarian or a paladin? I feel like whenever I play games like that, I always just go right for the fighter. Really? Yeah. Then, but then I always wish I would have done something else. Like, <laughs> I, I wish I could cast magic. Okay, so when you play... Ugh, fucking when Skyrim. I play Skyrim, I always pick a beefy boy. I wear heavy armor. That's boring. <laughs> So well, you're like, like yeah. you're like the only person I know that doesn't just turn into a sneaky archer. No, that's what I do. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I start the game as a beefy boy and then immediately switch to a sneaky ar- archer sneaking in my heavy armor. <laughs> that's a terrible game for one. That game sucks. <laughs> the game's no fun. I like being beefy because then when people do run at me, I hate it when you poke you and you die. So I want to be able to wear the heavy shit. I see. Yeah, I get that. You need some survivability. Yes. That's not all right. I don't know. <laughs> the whole point of being a glass cannon is that you're a glass cannon. You sacrifice your durability for that for the big one shots. Yeah, no, but I want to be the best at everything. <laughs> Otherwise, you get stuck having to play the stupid ragdoll lifeless combat in that game (laughs) so terrible it's like slapping a wet noodle on somebody until they fall over (laughs) whenever I do character creation games because what you should do it seems like is just focus on the stuff you're good at and max that out while slowly bringing other stuff up I typically get it pretty even across the board. So just like in real life, I'm just mediocre at everything. Oh my God. (laughs) Dave, when you make characters, do you make them look like you? No. Okay. All right. For a second there. I I don't do that. I assumed that you did. I try to. You just like to put David show (laughs) in every single game. Mm, Fantasy Dave. What's, What's wrong with fantasy Blaine? Hang on, he sucks. I feel like I'm being attacked. <laughs> you put yourself in every game? I try to. See, the funny part is, games seem to have a hard time with bald people. Mm. Like, they can't put in, like, your hairstyle. If you're bald, like, you need to be 80 years old for it to work. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's perfect. Like, there is no, hey, you're a prematurely balding young male. You know, I just, it's just, I'm discriminated against. Okay, guys? You wouldn't get it. The problem with Fantasy Blaine is that he isn't very social. He doesn't want to go out and pull an adventure. He just wants to stay in. Right. <laughs> it's not exciting gameplay. No. I usually like to try to make old old people. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I'm going to send this really old, gray, withered man on, <laughs> on an adventure. 
<laughs> it's funny to me. I don't know why. I typically make like real grizzled characters. Like they have gone through some shit. I put like all the scars on them. They, they've gone through so much shit that they're just average. <laughs> <laughs> they were just average. Well, maybe if they were better at one thing in particular, they would have gone through less shit. God damn it. <laughs> hey, that remnant through the ashes of the ashes. What is it? Remnant from the ashes? From the ashes. Sure. Ashes ashes remnant. Ashy remnants. Ashy. Yeah. Uh that game that game looks fun. Yeah, we should play that. Yeah, we should. It, why did we play Borderlands? I like Borderlands. Here's a controversial opinion. Borderlands sucks. <laughs> <laughs> what what sucks about it, Andrew? It's just not fun. It's not your kind of game. No, it's, I, it's, it's too like RPG same. for it. No, I don't mind an RPG. It's it's like the same problem I have with feel. Skyrim, I guess. <laughs> In that it just feels like wet noodles again. I don't know. <laughs> like none of the guns seem to have any impact. Like Destiny did a much better job at the basically the same game. Like the gunplay in Destiny is so much better than well, it is in Borderlands. Yeah, that's you don't play Borderlands for the the gunplay. It isn't like this tight shooter. That's, what? You, it, that's the entire game. Well, right. That's <laughs> you the, literally you 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 have a gun in front of you the entire game. You can't yeah. put the gun down. That's about forty percent of it. The remaining sixty percent is finding loot and upgrading. It's Ugh, you're, you're releasing right. endorphins by getting the. This one does I, 2% I also more damage. Don't and, like oh, that. Has explosion effects. Yeah, this one's different and yeah. expo- exploring the world. And then in three levels, you can get this. There is there is you... no exploring the world in Borderlands. You go from you just follow the the red like the little golden diamond. No, you don't. There's once exploring. you get once you get past the first levels where they make you, then you just explore wherever you want. You just go where your quests take you. Oh, sorry. You go where the quests take you, so you well, follow no. the you follow the diamond. <laughs> no, that's uh, like Skyrim. Skyrim, you explore pl- new places because of the quest takes you there. It's not like Halo, where it's you're just one following. Unit. You yeah. just follow the the, the little uh, quest tracker, and it tells you where to go. <laughs> as long as you look at the little compass at the top of the screen, you're okay. You don't have to explore. <laughs> Is what I'm hearing. In that sense, yeah, if you want Halo play it gives way. you a better, better sense of investigation because you, it doesn't really tell you where to go. Sure, there's like one, there's only one path to get to the end, but you can explore within the path. I don't know. It's at the same level of exploration. Mm, not quite though, because you can like in Borderlands, you can stop off if you're on your way to a quest camp over here, and you kill everyone, and usually there's like kind of a chest at the end. And that's the same with Skyrim, I guess. But then it's like, ooh, I got an upgrade for the gun. And... Yeah. <sighs> it's like in Skyrim, you're wandering around like, to your quest, and you run across a cave. And you're like, oh, I better go check this out. And then four days later, you're still in the cave. That's the other thing. <laughs> I don't have time. I don't have time in my day to do four you hours. Go to work? Four... <laughs> no, Dave. <laughs> got him. Nice. Games, I don't. I, this is a thing that I, I just. 
if games don't respect my time, I I have no I don't feel any obligation to play them. I I totally agree with that, Andrew. But at the same time, it's and Borderlands yeah. does not respect your time. Yeah, it does everything no. you're doing? Yeah. You're progressing. Fuck that. We played how we played Borderlands for like three hours that night. (laughs) That was because okay, we played half of it was the pre-sequel, which was the weird space oxygen thing that just wasn't fun. Yeah. And then we played the game that was based on Borderlands 2. Yeah, and that was I was having fun, but by that point we it was like what midnight thirty and I was not having fun. Well, okay. <laughs> One out of three wasn't having fun. I'm sorry. The game's not fun. <laughs> I will say one th- reason why I never did finish Red Dead Redemption 2 takes 15 minutes to ride your horse across the map. Yeah. So that that pissed me off. Oh, yeah, I like... I freaking hate completed that game. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised you did finish it. I most of it was like I had to prove it to Blaine that this game because <laughs> I really liked the first one. The first one was good. I remember the first one's a lot of fun. And then like it just kept going. <laughs> you you become you became the thing you you set out to destroy. <laughs> that was how I felt the first game, which is it kept on going and. I've said it a thousand times, but you'd go up to like a town and it's just, it's a disguised quest hub of go and talk to the people. And I wanted to be the badass cowboy and he would kick the doors out and be like, I'm finding my family. And the guy, well, hang on, you got to do this for me. No, I don't. Yeah, you do. Okay, I'll go do it. And so then you would just <laughs> like, I'm going to go wrangle some cattle for you so I can get my family back. Like, uh, I'm supposed to be a badass cowboy. I'll shoot I mean, you in the face and go find my family myself. It's a story-driven game. They're not going to let you find your family until you do the 40 hours of gameplay. Yeah, but it was still like, there was so many times that it was just like, no, I'm supposed to be this badass cowboy. Well, they let you be a badass cowboy in the second one. And it's fucking boring. <laughs> in the first one, though, you got to be a badass cowboy because like uh, when some of the quests they're sending on, robbing trains and that stuff and that was cool but yeah in the second one it seems like it's more so just that kind of bs like you gotta go get this wagon to this place and then he'll repair it and then bring it back and it's like okay i don't let's let's if you do i mean i didn't do i maybe spent like two two and a half hours doing like non-story stuff Maybe longer, maybe like four hours. And it was kind of fun. Um, But it was like it it was such a drag of like, oh, you meet a person and they're like, oh, could you go to this town to talk to this person um, and bring back this thing? You're like, sure, I'll do that. Then you look at your map and you're like, oh, fuck, that's across the world. That's that's a 20 minute <laughs> horse ride to go do your thing and then 20 minutes to come back to find you again. So you do that. And then uh, so I was like, OK, well, I'm never I'm not going to pick up any side quests from people like that. Maybe I'll just stick to hunting um, <laughs> because I, I liked the fact that you could like hunt and bring stuff back to your camp and then you got to keep your camp fed. And um, and you could like take the skins from like if you yep. 
got a clean kill shot. You could use the skins to decorate stuff at your camp. See, I got way too into the camp, and so I just kept doing stuff to improve the camp and not progressing the story. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because that's what I was doing, and I was like, Jesus Christ, I'm still 5% done with the story. I need to keep <laughs> playing this game. Otherwise, <laughs> otherwise, I know I'll drop it. And I, I had it. It was like a sunk cost fallacy of like, okay, I played the first one, and everyone says the second game is amazing. I had better keep playing it because maybe I'll get the fun part. <laughs> yeah. My thing, whenever I play games like that, I just have to only play that. Like when I play Skyrim, I have to get like mentally prepared where, okay, for the next month, the only game I'm going to play is Skyrim. Whereas like now I'm just kind of switching between a whole bunch like Apex and Doom and, um, you know, mutants year zero or whatever it's called, just trying a few things out. But I feel like, yeah, if I'm going to play like Red Dead, or Skyrim, Fallout, I just got to mentally be like, okay, this is what I'm doing. Yeah. Otherwise, I'd, yeah, you don't remember where the stories are. And it, I don't know, it's just not as much fun for me. It's, it's such a weird thing. So on my uh, Total War game, I I've, I've pretty much beat it. I haven't technically like conquered or captured the one place that i need to to you know quote unquote win the game i've got more armies than everyone else and i'm just slowly moving my way across all of china killing everyone and like there's part of me that it's like oh okay i could play for another three hours and eventually capture the place i want to or i could just say yeah i did it and i'm done (laughs) and i'm trying to find the balance of like when when do I just call it quits and either start a new game or just forget about this game until they update it? Like, it, no, you got to beat it. That's I how I'm. I got to beat it. It drives me crazy that I haven't Doom because mm-hmm. Doom is a ton of fun too. I don't think I ever beat Halo Five. Actually, you didn't miss out on anything. Yeah, that game was a big letdown. <laughs> the campaign, yeah. the multiplayer was pretty good, but I, I don't know, maybe. <laughs> yeah, I never played the multiplayer. But yeah, it also goes to show that it must not have been that good because we dropped it pretty quick, I feel like. Yeah, that's true. But the Halo Infinite's coming out. Yeah, and it's probably going to be... It sounds like you can play it on your Xbox One without having to buy the new hmm. system. Interesting. So I hear, I think their plan is to kind of make things somewhat backwards compatible and forwards compatible, I guess. I yeah. don't know. For a while, it sounds like, because you can't, can't do that forever. Because mm-hmm. then you're designing games for a 12-year-old or 15-year-old system, and it's just not, not going to be able to do it. I think it's, they're, they're leaning more into the sort of PC style mm-hmm. of like, well, it's a new console, but really it's just a more powerful version of what you've got. And yeah. we're going to make games for it that will work on the other consoles, but they're going to run like garbage. Right. So. But uh, that was kind of an in- interesting thing on uh, World of Tanks, the game that I play that I regret playing. But um, <laughs> so it had crossplay between. 360 and Xbox and a big thing is they can't update the game anymore. Like they can't update the graphics or the physics engine or like anything because it's still on 360. 
What? <laughs> well, yeah, the 360 just doesn't have the power to to do it. So it's kind of they're running, you know, the equivalent of when did the 360 come out? 2004? 2006, Two thousand four. Two thousand six, I want to say. Three, four, five, six. Yeah, I think either way, six seems about right. Yeah. So yeah, they're they're making a game that's supposed to run on a 13, 14 year old console. Well, thanks everyone for uh, tuning in. If you've made it this far, I apologize. Um, but yeah, this is Axe Fishing. Please just recommend it to other people. And when you do recommend it, tell them it's going to be not great. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Bye, Craig. <laughs>